Hello, everyone. To this episode of China VC and Tech News Roundup, I'm Yudora Wang, sitting in for Nina Xiang. Here are the hottest news headlines for the week of September seventeenth to twenty-first. First, China Mining Network unveiled a much-anticipated ranking of fifty most successful Chinese AI companies on September nineteenth during a press conference at the annual meeting of the new champions held by the World Economic Forum in Tianjin, China. The groundbreaking research on China's star AI companies offers rare insights into the rising Chinese AI industry. The China AI Top 50 ranking is produced after months of thorough investigations, with the China Mining Network team analyzing over 1,000 Chinese AI companies and interviewing a plethora of industry participants. The team also communicated with many of the world's top experts, visited dozens of companies, and reviewed tons of existing research and data. If you are interested to know more about our report, welcome to visit our website via www.chinamoneynetwork.com. The second one, investment firm Hill House Capital announced the final closing of its new fund, Hill House Fund the Fourth, which was heavily oversubscribed with commitments of 10.6 billion U.S. dollar. The new fund will seek investment opportunities across the healthcare, consumer, technology, and services sectors globally, with a focus on Asia. The company said in a statement. In its private equity investments, the new fund will implement Hill House's strategy of leveraging its extensive operating capabilities and deep understanding of technology to create long-term value. And next, Alibaba AI Labs, an artificial intelligence division of Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba Group Holding Ltd., announced that it will launch service robots for the hospitality sector in the coming October to raise its stakes in the booming AI industry. According to the official announcement, the lab service robots will be able to handle tasks from delivering meals to taking laundry to guests. Guests can talk to the robot via voice command, touch, and hand gestures. The responses are driven by Alijini, a software that powers Alibaba AI Lab smart speaker, Timo Jini. The robot's height is less than one meter, while its walking speed reaches one meter per second. After a trial at a hospital, Alibaba AI Labs will access its suitability for other areas, including hospitals, restaurants, and office services. The launch of Alibaba service robots came at a time when the global service robotics market is booming. The market size is expected to reach over 22 billion U.S. dollars by 2024, projecting a 175 percent increase from 8 billion U.S. dollars in 2016, said global market research and management consulting firm Global Market Insights. And next, China's financial hub Shanghai is joining the global tide to promote artificial intelligence by introducing 22 key measures to boost industry talent, open data movement, and fundraising, according to Shanghai government's website. The new measurement said the Shanghai government will speed up to open public data on key areas such as education, medical care, and tourism. The city is planning to formulate a list of open public data resources, which are in the forms of text, pictures, among others, so as to satisfy the AI's deep learning demand. 
In terms of financial support, Shanghai is encouraging social capital to set up a development fund with about 100 billion RMB, that is 15.1 billion US dollars, to boost the development of business related to AI technologies. Similarly, the government will support the application of AI products in areas such as public transport, merchandising, trade-related services, and modern agriculture. And next, China's biotechnology firm Wuxi Aptap Company Limited has submitted an application for listing in Hong Kong just a month after it floated Shanghai initial public offering. The financial terms of the offering remains undisclosed. However, according to Bloomberg, citing people familiar with the matter, the offering could raise over one billion U.S. dollars. The next one. Chinese private equity firm GSR Ventures, an early backer for the country's ride-hailing giant Didi Chuxin, has closed a new 400 million U.S. dollars fund to invest in technology startups. The new fund Sixth, which is denominated in the U.S. dollar, will focus on early-stage investments, said Bloomberg, citing James Ding, managing director at GSR Ventures. It was about 400 million U.S. dollars. Ding said about the fund. We only invest in seed and A rounds, with a little bit of B round, so that's a good size for us to invest about two years. The company's investment area includes electric vehicle, clean energy, internet finance, modern agriculture, wireless solutions, biotechnology, among others. It has offices in Beijing, Hong Kong, and the U.S. And next, one of the top ten sovereign wealth funds in the world, Qatar Investment Authority, which is known as QIA, is rolling out its ambitious investment blueprint in China, with a potential 600 million U.S. dollars investment in the country's leading online lender. The state-owned wealth fund is reportedly in talks with China's online lender Lufox to lead a new financing round of up to 1.5 billion U.S. dollars in the Chinese company, said multiple media reports citing insiders. The new financing round is expected to complete in late October, with over 600 million U.S. dollars injected by QIA. The round will lift the current 38 billion U.S. dollars valuation of Lufox to a higher level, and to some degree, speed up the company's listing agenda, according to one report published by Morning Research Group. The 600 million U.S. dollars is more specific than what Bloomberg reported earlier, which said QIA sought to purchase a minority stake in Lufox with an estimated price range of about 500 million U.S. dollars to 1 billion U.S. dollars. And next one, Shanghai-based Tuhu, an automobile after-sales products and services provider, announced it has raised 450 million U.S. dollars in Series E financing round from Tencent, Calio Group, and Sequoia Capital. New investors such as CCB International and CICC Qiyuan, and existing investors including Qiming Venture Capital, Joy Capital, Grand Flight Investment, Goldman Sachs. CICC Alpha and Welkin Capital also participated in this round. Founded in 2011, Tuhu provides same-day or next-day automobile after-sales product delivery, as well as installation and car washing services via its websites, mobile application, call center, and third-party e-commerce platforms.
Tohu has over 13,000 offline cooperative stores, covering 31 provinces and 105 cities in China. In addition, according to the company's website, it has reached direct supply or authorized cooperation with brands including Continental. The company will also make further cooperation with Tencent, one of the investors in this round, in smart retail and supply chain finance to improve service ecosystem. And next one, Chinese private equity firm AGIC Capital. An European Asian private equity firm focused on investments in the industrial and medical technology sectors announced the sale of Dramatic Scientific Research Laboratory to Barnes Group for 370 million euros, that is 433 million US dollars in cash. The price is still subject to closing and post closing adjustments. The deal is projected to close in the fourth quarter of 2018. And next one, Hong Kong based cryptocurrency exchange Binance is set to begin a closed beta testing at Singapore Fiat Exchange on September 18th, according to CEO Zhang Changpeng's Twitter handle. Initially, beta testing will be by invitation only. No further details have been disclosed yet. However, media reports said Singapore dollar will be available. And next one, Chinese private equity firm Mason Capital, a backer of the world's largest maker of non military drones, DJI Technology, has closed its first US dollar denominated fund with a commitment of 200 million US dollars. The new fund saw the investments from the US based International Finance Corporation, federally owned development finance institution German Investment Corporation, Italy based insurance company Generali, among others. The new fund comes after three RMB denominated funds, which the company are currently managing. The next one Many Chinese listed companies have announced ambitious plans to develop blockchain applications since 2017. But as the cryptocurrency market plummeted, only a very small portion of those companies actually delivered what they said they would do. Only 9 out of the 34 listed companies who previously announced plans to enter the blockchain space actually developed concrete products and services, according to analysis conducted by Chinese media outlet Securities Times. The 34 companies include only those companies questioned by the Chinese stock exchanges regarding their blockchain plans. There may be more listed firms in China who announced blockchain aspirations. The next one, SoftBank Ventures Korea, a sole based venture capital arm of Chinese internet giant SoftBank Group Corporation, has launched a 300 million US dollars new fund targeting at investment opportunities in China. The website of SoftBank Ventures Korea did not reveal detailed information of the new fund. For South Korean online news portal, the investor said the China focused new fund, namely China Ventures Fund One, was raised in partnership with San Francisco based private equity company TPG Growth. TPG Growth is widely known for its investments in prominent technology startups, including Uber and Spotify. It currently manages about 13.5 billion US dollars in assets. The new fund was specialized in early stage startups in China with a focus on artificial intelligence, deep tech, media and contents, among others, said the news portal. 
The latest fund is the biggest one ever established by SoftBank Ventures Korea. According to the company's website, the new fund brought the company's valuation of funds under management to 960 million US dollars. It also more than doubled the company's second largest SB Next Media Innovation Fund, which was closed at 147.3 million US dollars in 2016. Next one, China's Aijia Home Furnishing Products Company Limited, an online home furnishing platform, announced it has raised 1 billion RMB, that is 145 million US dollars, in Series B financing round led by Tiantou Capital. The latest round values the company at over 1 billion US dollars, becoming a new unicorn in the industry. And after this one, Chinese health-focused 111 Incorporated has raised 100.5 million US dollars in a downsized initial public offering in the US. According to the company's prospectus filed with the US Securities and Exchange Commission, the company sold 7.17 million American depository shares at 14 US dollars per share. Formerly known as New Peak Group, the Shanghai-based 111 Incorporated is an integrated online and offline drugstore and healthcare platform. The company had initially eyed a 200 million US dollars IPO by selling 9.3 million American depository shares at a price range of 14 US dollars to 16 US dollars per share. And next, Ping'an Global Voyager Fund has joined eight other investors to inject 70 million US dollars into Israeli automated medical diagnosis startup Mimad. Ping'an Global Voyager Fund is a 1 billion US dollars global technology investment fund owned by China's second largest life insurer, Ping'an Insurance Group. The Series C financing round also saw the participation from existing investors, including Hong Kong based venture capital firm Horizon Ventures. New investors include Taiwanese contract electronic maker Foxconn, British insurance service provider Phoenix Insurance, and Israeli crowdfunding platform OurCrowd, among others. The investments has brought Mimat's total equity financing to 100 million US dollars. According to Alibaba-owned English-language newspaper South China Morning Post, citing sources, among all investors, Ping'an Global Voyager Fund has injected 20 million US dollars. The next one, End Financial, would launch a blockchain backend as a service platform and the End Blockchain Partner Program. The program will allow small and medium-sized entrepreneurs in the blockchain space to develop and innovate applications, said the management of Alibaba's financial affiliate and financial. The company made the announcement at the End Technology Exploration Conference. At the same time, the company said End Financial would open up its technologies to the public, including its blockchain technology. And next. Cross-border venture capital firm GGV Capital has received $80 million commitment from the U.S. public pension San Francisco City and County Employees Retirement System. The pension fund will allocate capital in three GGV funds, committing $48 million U.S. for GGV Fund 7th and $20 million U.S. for GGV Discovery 2nd, and 12 million US dollars to GGV Capital 7th Plus. 
This is a part of the pension fund's latest alternative assets commitments, totaling 226 million US dollars, according to a report conducted by William J. Coker Jr., Chief Investment Officer at San Francisco City and County Employees Retirement System. According to a security filing, the venture capital firm was looking to raise more than 1.8 billion US dollars of new capital through its Capital 7th Fund and several related funds, as well as a pair of GGV Discovery Second vehicles. And next one, Beijing-based Bucare Clinics, a plastic surgery clinic franchise, has raised 400 million RMB, that is 58 million US dollars, in Series C financing round from Sino-Ocean Capital. Founded in 2013, Bucare Clinics performs various surgeries, including plastic surgery, microplastic surgery, skin beauty, anti-aging, and postpartum rehabilitation. It currently operates over 40 plastic surgeries and beauty clinics in over 15 cities across China. And next, Chinese artificial intelligence-powered mobile internet firm Kutak, which is best known for keyboard application TouchPell, is seeking for 57 million US dollars in the downsized initial public offering in America. The Shanghai-based company, backed by Sequoia Capital China and Chinese venture capital firm Qimin Venture Partners, plans to raise 57 million US dollars by offering 4.35 million American depository shares at a price range of 12 US dollars to 14 US dollars. The offering has scaled back from the 100 million US dollars the company originally intended to raise and the prospectus it filed to New York Stock Exchange. And next, Hangzhou-based Yunxi Technology, an intelligent digital service provider, has raised 150 million RMB, that is 22 million US dollars, in Series A-plus financing round from Sequoia Capital. Existing investor Yunfeng Capital also participated in the latest round the company announced at an event. Zhou Kui, a partner of Sequoia Capital China, said, We are optimistic about the development trend of digital business, especially the cloud and end architecture solutions that can better empower enterprises. He said, Sequoia is also very bullish on the development trend of commercial e-commerce, especially the integration of offline business to digital. Upon completion of this round, the company said it will focus on talent structure construction and product development. And next one, Hong Kong-listed Grand Shores Technology Group LTD is seeking to raise 100 million Hong Kong dollars, that is 12.7 million US dollars, through a digital token fund to invest in the Japanese yen-backed cryptocurrency project, according to Chinese media report. Grand Shores Technology, formerly known as SISH Limited, was acquired in May by a company controlled by Yao Yongjie, the founding partner of Hangzhou Grand Shores Fund, which has 10 billion RMB, that is 1.45 billion US dollars in assets. Grand Shores Fund claims to have secured 30% of its US 1.45 billion US dollars fund rising target from the Hangzhou government-backed global fund. That's all the headlines for the past week on China's VC and tech sectors. If you find this podcast interesting and useful, 
We would be much appreciated if you can give us a rating or write us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you get your podcast. We will also thank you if you can help us spread words by telling your friends about this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week.